Welcome to the Strong Families Podcast, where we believe that strong families connect to Jesus, connect to each other, to a faith community, and to their mission and purpose. Hey, Strong Families, who's ready to play a game today? Let me tell you a little bit about it. When I was small, my dad used to play a game with my little sister and me, and the game was called Would You Rather? My dad would think of a funny or silly or random question, and we had to say which one we would rather do. My sister and I used to laugh and laugh and laugh because no matter what he thought of, no matter what he asked, our answers were always different, just as different as we were. For example, if dad said, which do you like better, summer or winter? I would say summer when there's no school she would say winter. If he said, what's your favorite ice cream flavor, chocolate or vanilla? I would say vanilla is not even a a flavor. Obviously chocolate's better. But my sister would say vanilla. If he would say, would you rather go shopping at the mall or stay home and read a book? I would say shopping. She would say stay home. If he said, do you like dogs or cats? I would say dogs. Actually, she said she didn't like either of those. Would you rather climb a tree or jump off a cliff? Would you rather clean or cook? Would you rather be an astronaut or a doctor? It didn't matter. Whatever he asked, we always answered different. What's funny for me to think about now is how different we turned out to be as grown-up women. So let's have your family start out with a game of Would You Rather. I want every person in the family to think of two Would you rather or which do you like better sorts of questions? Go around the circle and see how many of your family like one thing and how many of your family like another. One of our favorites is, would you rather travel to Africa or Thailand? Would you rather eat at an Indian restaurant or a Mexican restaurant? Things like this. Pause the podcast and take a moment to play the game. In the story we're about to study today in Matthew 9, Jesus sort of plays a would-you-rather game with a man. The man comes to Jesus for healing, and he must have looked into the man's heart and decided, would you rather have me do this for you, or would you rather have me do this other thing? It's a really interesting story. Let's read together in Matthew chapter 9, starting in verse 1. A couple things I want to tell you about before we read is, first of all, the idea of home. This happens in a place that is called Jesus's home. This is where he's from. This is where he grew up. But he also tells the man to go home. How is home the same for Jesus and this man? And how is home different? I also want to tell you that in Jesus' time, If you were sick, if you were crippled, if you were blind, if you were deaf, people didn't think it was just because you had bad luck or you were born that way or you got hurt. People used to think it was because you sinned, because you were a bad person, because you did something wrong. God was punishing you. He wasn't forgiving you. That's important to keep in mind as we read. Let's read together. Matthew 9 verse 1 says, Jesus stepped into a boat crossed over and came to his own town. 
some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. Then this man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God who had given such authority to man. So do you see the would-you-rather game that Jesus played? Would you rather have me forgive your sins, or would you rather have me heal you? And when the people looking on thought, well, he can't forgive sins, Jesus said, to prove to you that I can, I'll do both. Now, there are three different examples in this story of Jesus showing that he is God. They accused him as, of blasphemy, which is a big word that means either he's speaking against God or he's trying to be God. Jesus shows us in this story three times that he's God. Can you find the three places? You might even find one that I didn't think of. When he says to the man, take heart, your sins are forgiven. What he's doing is he's saying, I understand what's important to you. I understand what your fears are. I understand what your worries are. Don't worry. And I like how the people notice that the authority to heal someone could only come from God. As always, strong families, talk to each other about these things. Tell each other what part of the story stood out to you. What do you think it means? And what might God be trying to say to you through this part? Why this? Why today? Why would he want this part to stand out to you? And if Jesus was looking at your heart today, to what would he say, take heart or be encouraged? Is it that you want your sins forgiven? Is it that you want strength? Is it that you want healing? What is it that you want? If Jesus was walking through your hometown, share with your family, what is that thing that he might look into your heart and see and know and heal. And with a prayer, thanking Jesus for knowing us so very well and for not making us choose, would we rather this or that? Because he's the kind of God who's able to do it all. Thank you, Jesus.